Welcome to the kickback. My name is Karch, here with Kelsey. Glad you clicked on our podcast. Today we are talking about mid-90s and the Ballad of Buster Scruggs. So, Kelsey, talk to me about your expectations of mid-90s. What my expectations were for mid-90s? Yeah, yeah. Um, I guess I had pretty low expectations, but, you know, every trailer did did let us know that it was written and directed by Jonah Hill. The Jonah Hill? What? <laughs> and so I guess um, because of that, I was like, they're really like pushing hard for this. I don't know. What did you think? That <laughs> We made fun of it a lot. Yeah, definitely like the, trailers. the trailers are telling yeah. you written and directed by Jonah Hill. And it really seemed like Oscar bait, if you know mm-hmm. what I mean. Mm-hmm. It's just going to be artsy, uh, rely heavily on nostalgia. So... Uh, but in the end, I was still kind of excited to watch it. Right. Yeah, it was in the theaters and out of it so quickly, we didn't even get a chance to see no. it. Yeah. No, yeah, that's so, that's so true. But I, I, yeah, I guess you want to just talk about what we thought of it then, rather than our expectations. Yeah, yeah. So, why don't you go first? <laughs> you would do that. <laughs> do you want to give her a score at the end then? Yeah, let's How do about that. that. Okay, well, I guess you... you agree with this because you said this at the very end of the film but it could definitely be longer it's like an hour and 25 minutes that's it that's like the whole movie right it's like an hour and a half yeah that was his biggest flaw in my opinion Uh uh-huh but it definitely had a lot going for it like it was if you see the trailer i mean you you know what to expect like it's very artsy it's very like nostalgic of the 90s oh yeah and it's like i i had like could not help but think of a little bit of like the sandlot with like the skater gang um or like gang of kids i mean because they were all like really unique and they all had their different characters and they all had their different nicknames all like the same lot so i thought it was like a different era and different revamp on like the like the the crew the squad that you hang out with that you really want to be a part of um for at least like that kind of era i guess but um yeah i i really liked that like group of people that you see in the film all the skater kids that the main boy hangs out with like that was a really fun dynamic that i really enjoyed watching um and i felt like i guess takeaways from the film like really well done um there was a lot under the surface that i felt like wasn't too in your face a couple things like as you know from the trailer like the older brother beating the younger brother was a little like out of nowhere sometimes especially with like the mom not being very present and yeah, then, yeah. and then and then super present which was really inconsistent but i like that for at least like the boys in the squad or whatever like they all had their own stuff going on deep under the surface that slowly trickled in which was kind of i thought well done but yeah let's dive know. in let's go a little deeper though like <laughs> the the kid the main character i i liked him a lot I think he mm-hmm. played it well. Stevie. Stevie. Sunburn. Yeah. Sunburn. And in the opening, I think he's giving his brother a gift. And yeah. you could tell he really likes his brother. Mm. And his brother is just kind of a a cool guy. Too cool for his little brother. Yeah, yeah. too cool for anything. And you kind of learn that the brother doesn't have any friends. Mm-hmm. And that Stevie doesn't have any friends, mm-hmm. and the mom is kind of raising them on their own mm-hmm. or her own. Yeah, and it was really fun to see him become part of part of that family that were the skater dudes. Yeah, and how excited he was if they asked him to go get water, and mm-hmm. then he slowly proved himself to right. be part of the gang. But what did you think of uh, him and Ruben, the other young kid? Oh, yeah. There, yeah. I guess to the point of us saying that we didn't think the movie was long enough, there were a lot of things to that point I didn't feel were very resolved. So there was another kid in the group whose name was Ruben, and it felt like Stevie and Ruben were kind of like, I don't know, there was a lot of tension because Ruben was the other young kid. In the movie, Stevie's supposed to be 13 years old, which I'm like, he's eight. <laughs> he totally was eight. He's a, he just seems so much younger, but um, he's supposed to be 13, um, and probably is. And um, Ruben's probably just, like, a little bit older than him. And, like, from the beginning, is like, you look up to me. I'm cool. Like, you do as I say. But then not everything he said was, like, always the right thing to do. And so they, they ended up butting heads, like, literally towards the end. 
And I don't know. I guess, like, to that point, like, there was a lot of tension in the film that I didn't think was super resolved. Again, with, like, like Stevie's older brother, like, beating him. And then in the end, like, bringing him orange juice in the hospital. And, like... <laughs> yeah. And then, and then disappearing completely from the film. Not turning up again. Like, it was there... And then gone, right? Yeah, you, definitely. You just disappeared. And same with the mom again, with like how she was like, "I care a lot about my son, but is nowhere to be seen when her sons are loudly fighting throughout the house." Like, I feel like, but no, yeah, yeah. Who's to say? Who's to say? <laughs> um, but I guess like I felt like there are a lot of inconsistencies in the story. What, what do you think of that? Yeah, definitely. Um, hmm. It's tough to think, like, the specific moments from that. But, yeah. And, yeah, it was just pretty inconsistent throughout the movie. You were supposed to feel, like, excited. And, uh, like, the party scene I really enjoyed. Oh, that was really well done. And yeah, just, I do have to give him that. The music was great. It was shot really well. There was one really good long shot. Mm-hmm. And then it was cutting between this everyone changing positions in the house. Mm-hmm. And when he, like, got with that girl, it was really funny, him explaining it to everyone, and you got to see the girl's side. That was cool. And, yeah, and it was tastefully done, too. Mm-hmm. Um, anyways, uh, I thought the movie was really well shot. What do you think about that? I do, yeah, I do have to say, though, that um, we noticed this earlier, too, that, like, uh, there were like some stylistic choices of the movie that, that like I didn't necessarily agree with or think that worked like it was trying to be all like this is 90s like like VCR footage a little bit I thought like like there were times when I don't even know how to explain it but it just felt like <laughs> sorry <laughs> my bad um it just felt like yeah like like a video like a yeah tape recording was going and there were like weird colors across the stream stream excuse me the screen really quick you know like lines and like little interesting cuts which were a little pulled you you said it you said it a while ago um commenting on that like pulled you out and i feel very similar and i feel like it only worked well at the car accident where it had like the weird like double take like oh no like a skip in the film like what happened like here um, but other than that, I was a little like, okay, this film is like really aware that it's trying to be artsy a little bit, a, oh, little, yeah. a little bit, but, um, yeah, especially with the more. opening credits, which you said immediately upon watching, like, okay, <laughs> taking its time here. Artsy, <laughs> cool, really aware. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I think it's an interesting dichotomy with the editing, but the movie is also really immersive. And we were watching it on a laptop mm-hmm. and I felt really into the film but then when that cut would happen there's these little cuts and it reminds you oh yeah I'm just watching a film right yeah mm-hmm. a that's, film that's, that's well trying to be a little too artsy but in the end looking back on it I don't think it hurt it all that much right. I, I'm glad it was shot that way I guess I don't know if I agree or disagree with that. I guess it comes back to how short it was, where I was like, it was a little too much and too like too quick together in some scenes because I felt like it was like heavily pushed in the beginning and then you didn't see it a whole lot, and then it was like really important that style. I don't know. I feel like elongated over a longer piece may have been better, but also. I don't know, we keep saying that, but I also hesitate to think, like, would a longer piece make it better? Because, I don't know, maybe it was, like, it was trying to be just a snapshot of this kid's life. Because we find out, like, we just find out this experience, you know? Yeah, really nothing happens throughout the film. Nothing, like, yeah, He just exactly. becomes a part of the crew, and that's, that's about it. Right. Nothing really changes. I would say nothing changed with his brother. Mm-hmm. Um all the kids that have their own separate mm-hmm. thing that they kind of struggle with and they don't really overcome that that's true you never see the other kids lives but still like it's about cv i understand that but i guess like you never follow 
anything else out. That's why I said, like, there's a lot under the surface, but it doesn't reach it. And I think it does, it, like, that's the point. Like, it's just about Stevie and it's just, like, a glimpse of nostalgia in the 90s. But, but, um, I did like it. Yeah. It was very Yeah, I liked engaging. it too. Yeah. What did you think of, uh, so the skaters were actually skaters and not actors. That's what I heard. Oh, really? Do you think... <gasps> Do you think they did a good job? Or I did. There were a couple lines that one of the characters pulled me out of a, a couple times. Uh, just which I, one? I don't. Re- I don't remember. I don't remember which one. I know those are awful. Um, but I guess there are a couple lines that. Oh, oh, I remember his name. Yeah, yeah. His name is fuck shit. Um, sorry, I know, but that's his name. I'm just, I'm just sorry. Um, but uh, he, he's like talking to like that homeless guy, and he's just like going off of a script very clearly i thought i don't remember what he says he i don't remember exactly what he says obviously but you know how oh, he's like talking whole, to that guy like i ride a piece of wood because it feels good and, right and I, this is what i'm out here doing and stuff like that and yeah. whereas which was also funny about his character because he becomes kind of like the wash i'd say this in, in quotes like the washed up skater character because he's like one of the greatest but then he like stops caring about everything and kind of becomes like a, a drunk and um yeah and like a, almost a high school dropout and ray's character is the one who has good dialogue as well but executes it a lot better and um but but i i never for a moment was like oh these kids aren't actors really they're just that one time like the whole I, i'm running the board because i'm out here and i was a little like where is this going but uh <laughs> but i still thought they all played their part really well especially yeah. stevie they did a great job now that i think about it i wonder um, if he's anything else i i don't know yeah, we should look that up yeah. well, we can't wait okay <laughs> yeah i'm talking about what you said that one scene um to me i was like oh no we're gonna get this words of wisdom oh. from the movie from these <laughs> from these 17 year old skater kids that say the n-word every other word so it kind of I was worried about it but then later on in the movie Ray has a really good talk with Stevie and right I love Ray's character the whole time oh yeah and I think that's what was so to your point like yeah their language wasn't very elegant but like while that was the point one two I like um I felt like that's what made all those characters so like you like quite honestly like unique and also like some of their dialogue to be so like powerful i guess i say in like air quotes as well to like stevie's character at least because they're just these i mean stevie really looks up to them because of their skating abilities but they're kind of all all these like average chills just trying to make it like everyone else trying to move up out of like their high school life and make something of themselves and um i mean you don't really see that because it just all takes place in high school but you like like ray definitely has like dreams and aspirations and it's just cool, like, that, I don't know, that they implemented, like, these are just average, like, people who skate around, and, like, they're not just these, like, I say in air quotes again, bums or anything like that, like, like, they, like, Ray had some real deep stuff to talk to about Stevie. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I thought that was really cool. I love that scene with Stevie and Ray talking outside. But the more I think about Ray, maybe he was too good. What was his flaw? that he was kind of poor oh what no i think it was because he was kind of i don't think he was perfect like he kind of turned a blind eye to his friends when he was talking to the famous skaters a little bit okay yeah and that did and because of that not only did one of the kids get a little upset with him but also a fight broke out between ruben and um stevie Stevie, and ray wasn't there for that and Ray also's flaw was to get into the car with his drunken friend, you know, like yeah, yeah. He, he like doesn't always stand up for himself, and I think that that's like, like he wasn't perfect in every way, obviously. And he, he was kind of giving uh, Stevie and these kids like alcohol and not Ray. Well, he was doing it with them, and I think that's that's true. You're right. That's about the same as that's fair. No, yeah. no, good point. Good point. Good point. Yeah, I did have a hard time watching that a little bit because Stevie, there's like, that's when Stevie kind of spirals and like, uh, 
and he gets into that fight with Ruben because he's like smoking a ton of cigarettes and he's drinking a lot out in the out in the sun skating with all of these older people and I'm like what is going on <laughs> <laughs> um, but I guess having said that it never tested me in like how it was realistic like thinking about it now I'm like that's not very realistic but also I never thought that during the movie I was just like wow what is what is going on like who is Stevie going to become I guess is, yeah yeah right? But I think one kind of flaw the movie had mm-hmm. is it was really fun to watch Stevie kind of bargain with his brother to get that skateboard. Mm-hmm. And then uh, he stole money from his mom to get uh, Ruben's skateboard. And you see him just outside practicing his tricks. And it was really mm-hmm. fun to see him working hard and right. celebrate when he did his first ollie. But, <laughs> but then you kind of lose that. And when uh, when Ray gives him the new skateboard, like a brand new one, it's not as powerful because he's no longer you don't see him practicing as much anymore. He's hmm. more just drinking and smoking and being not that good of a kid that he used to be. I think he just got caught up in like what the group was doing, like the party scene and stuff like that. And he was also like really obviously unhappy with his like home life um yeah yeah what did you think about the like low-key attempted suicide oh yeah he kept hurting himself every time he did something wrong kind mm-hmm. of mm-hmm. when he stole the money from his mom he grabbed her brush and just and scraped his leg yeah really hard. Just scraped his leg for a little bit I... but also when he was like drunk he like wrapped a cord around his neck for a while i think he wasn't trying to commit suicide or anything he was just punishing himself maybe i guess so or i don't know maybe when he's mad that's what he does i don't know i guess like i just bring it up because for me it was so shocking and too and too little in in the movie that i was like when is this going to like be like related but then again i like can't critique that i guess like i don't No, yeah it was out of place a little bit i guess out of place for the sake of the story like where it was going and where it was coming from not out of place because we don't i don't know what that situation would be like but out of a place for the story for sure because you yeah. go from like the fun party scene and he's peeing outside he's like i'm a homie like or like i'm a bro like i'm cool like i am like i have all these friends now um and then and they're just like what is going on um but yeah a lot of layers that film i guess it's like an onion oh no <laughs> um but yeah definitely worth a watch just for like the artsy sake um but I, just like because even the the footage was like all the time kind of not like grainy isn't the right word but like old looking. i think it was cool. on on film shot on film oh, instead of why. digital oh that's totally what it was yeah yeah, we'll fact check that. But it looked like that at least. <laughs> <laughs> and I enjoyed that. Yeah, me too. Well, do you want to give it our scores? Hmm. Yeah, you go You go first. I think percentages work better for us. I think so too. All right. All right, you first though. I think I'm going to give it an 80%. Whoa. Yeah. Uh, definitely better than Vice that we saw last week. But <laughs> LOL. Yeah, I really had a good time watching it. We had to stop. For a little bit while we were watching it and i really wanted to just keep watching that movie because mm-hmm. it was it was fun i didn't know where it was gonna go exactly right. it wasn't too predictable mm-hmm. and yeah the music was great i thought it was shot really well for sure. all the acting was pretty good maybe besides maybe the mom and the brother <laughs> they could be a little better that's fair but yeah 80 percent from Karch. okay i well that's not too far off i i guess like I already set the bar where that I am I'm just like really rude in my criticism I guess <laughs> but I was going to say 75 solid 75 just because I enjoyed watching it it was good what did I say last week did I say 6 for Vice I think so I think I was pretty mean with Vice this is this is like I think pretty accurate because I really liked it glad I saw it it was very engaged like went along with the story had issues with the brother thing, had issues with the inconsistency of the mom and stuff like that, but 
And also, I give it that score because I wouldn't watch it again. <laughs> like, I liked it. Really? Yeah, I just, like... I'd watch it again, definitely. Oh, really? I guess I don't, like... Nah. It depends with who, but I think it'd be fun. I don't know. I guess I don't... The characters didn't grab my attention enough to be to want to watch it again, I guess. Yeah. Whereas, like, I feel like with Vice... Watching it again, you could pull out so many more things. Oh, I do not want to watch that again. It'd be brutal, but you'd pull out. I feel like you'd pull out. Whereas, like, in the 90s, I feel like, I don't, like, need to watch it again. Like, hmm, interesting. Okay. But looking back on it, I, I do feel like we've been able to, like, reach a lot under the surface. Loose, but Yeah, yeah. But, yeah, move on to the Ballad of Buster Scruggs. Yeah, that that's what it's called. <laughs> okay. Oh, All right. no. This movie's on Netflix. It's a Western anthology film. I think that's a good mm-hmm. way to say it. I think so. Directed by the Coen brothers, who wrote and directed No Country for Old Men, mm-hmm. Fargo, um, something about Caesar something with about George Caesar. Clooney. Oh, I'm oh. Yeah. Huh. Yeah, but this is Kelsey's first uh, <gasps> Coen brothers film. I really enjoyed well, Fargo. I've seen some of Fargo. Oh, okay. Yeah. Not all of it. Sorry. It's one of those movies that's, like, on cable TV sometimes, and you're like, this movie's important, and then you're like, yeah, <laughs> I'm good. <laughs> yeah, and there's a lot of big-name actors in this movie, and we heard it was pretty good, so we checked mm-hmm. it out, and, yeah, what are your thoughts, Kels? Do you want to eh. just start, like, each storyline and talk through it? Should we rate the whole movie as a whole, or each mm, each one I think on the its whole, own? it's, well... It was put together for a reason. Yeah, and that's something and that's I, something I want to talk about that. Like, they stand alone, but they also stand as a whole. So I think you write the whole thing as a whole, Dan. But I, I'm down to go by one by one. All right. I think it's important to me- mention, or not that important, but we, like, started this yesterday, and we were told, I don't know, it, that it was a comedy, which it is. It's like a comedy drama, but but we were, like, so taken out after, like, the first melodrama that we like couldn't watch anymore for a yeah bit. we watched two of the <laughs> six stories and then stopped it and then stopped and we were both like that's not very good also we realized the whole thing was over two hours and we were 30 minutes in with two hours left and we we're like um, maybe tomorrow but glad we saw it glad yeah we watched funny it. thing we woke up the next day and we're like i actually want to keep watching it it I was it's like, been me on too. my mind. Yeah. <laughs> At breakfast, we're like, me too, me too. <laughs> so let's walk through him. The first one um, oh, was about yeah. Buster, was about Scruggs. Buster Scruggs. Yeah, he's on a he's on a horse singing a song. He's really talking to the audience the whole time, mm-hmm. and he's kind of shown as this. He's kind of a god in the first one, right? Oh, I think so too. And I I think it's he's playing also off of like, off of like Western uh, like stereotypes that are put in film because he's all dressed in white and he's like on his white horse coming down from a mountain into the town and um yeah mr like i'm better than everyone and And, um, yeah the first time he interacts with people he steps into a bar and they refuse to give him whiskey and uh he kind of just kills everyone in the bar like really easily yeah and yeah that violence is really a lot Tarantino-esque, maybe a little Exa- more. I was going to say know. that, yeah. Sorry. I mean, it's hard not to think of that because it's Tarantino. Yeah. But, um, yeah. And then he, he goes to a another saloon and turns in his gun and someone wants him to play poker and he folds and someone's like, you can't fold. And they pull out a gun. <gasps> this is the worst. And then he, yeah, he... Like steps on the table and the table hits the gun and the gun shoots the guy in the face like four, four times. times yeah and you're like <gasps> and then he sings a song about the guy and then and but then a new cowboy comes into town he wait just, no his brother comes out yeah i yeah so you do you do see that standoff yeah yeah, yeah. but like well I, it's <laughs> but he shoots off his fingers that's pretty disgusting. that's pretty wild <laughs> And then he kills him, like, through the mirror with his gun upside down. Oh, yeah. He's, like, super, like, I'm the best, for sure. But the, but the, I guess I was just, like, trying to get to, like, the point, which is, like, how, oh. like, a new character comes in town dressed in all black on his black horse. And and he, like, kills him and says, like, there's always someone better or something like that. Yeah. Um, and then you're treated with a song 
Yeah, um, which is of nice. the new cowboy singing and our dead Buster Scruggs yeah. lifting from his body with a pair of angel wings floating to cool. heaven. Which was very cool. I don't know. That was the point of the movie where I was like, I don't need to watch the whole thing. I Yeah, this but, is rough. but that was the point of the movie where I was like, I thought this was about him because I didn't realize it was a bunch of melodramas. And when it ended, I was like, there's like more like what is this yeah i was expecting oh, a no <gasps> how did i get here let's rewind or something like me that. too i was expecting like that's my story but james franco will now take it over now yeah. but then it was completely unrelated <laughs> all right so moving but, um, on to the next or do you want to keep talking about this one well i guess like it's important i feel like to keep in mind like death in each one because oh because that's like very centered to each one yeah definitely Stay tuned. Oh, yikes. Yeah. I'm oh, just yikes. thinking about the other ones. So the second one is our good old pal, James Franco. Mm-hmm. And... Well, I guess that's just such a jarring story because he's trying to rob a bank and the bank teller t- is, is, like, better. Is better than him at shooting and, like, has a, has him on the run <laughs> a little bit. But he's crazy, too. And he's crazy. And he's mm-hmm. in pots and pans running after yeah. James Franco and... Franco keeps hitting the pots and pans and it just bounces off. I know. That was actually really scary watching the bank teller just run after him in pots and pans. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, yeah. And then when he's like hanging, like about to be hung, he escapes death because um, a bunch of like, like people on horses come and just like take him out or take out the guys who are going to hang him, I guess. And, um, well, they're Indians. Right, 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 right. And, um, so he escapes death, but then he gets caught again. You think he's going to escape death that time, but he doesn't. And it's very jarring. We were watching with subtitles on. And it says, what does it say? Oh, my gosh. It like, like neck. Snaps. And you're like, sound of neck snapping. And you're like, cool. And that's, uh, that's where you get that meme of James Franco with a uh, oh, noose around his yeah. neck looking over saying, first time. And... At that point, I was confident that he was going to get out of it. Exactly. I was like, oh, yeah, like, that's going to be his story. And then, no, he just dies. Brutal. Yeah, that was brutal. Yeah. And then number three, so, yeah, you're, like, slowly dipping into, this is rough. This, 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 this little Netflix movie, long, not little, long Netflix movie is rough. <laughs> Go thirst, the third one, excuse me, with Liam Neeson. You're like, Liam Neeson. He was an awful person <laughs> in this one um, with the armless, legless man. Yeah, so pretty much he he's like a traveling circus, Yeah, but he just has one act, and it's this armless, legless man that sits on his wagon and that he dresses up all nice like a stage and... Uh, when he dressed up the stage for the first time, that's when I noticed that, like, wow, this is actually really beautiful mm-hmm. and really well shot and mm-hmm. just encapsulated by mm-hmm. what I was watching. But then, um, yeah, you follow them as they go from town to town performing and begging for money, pretty much. And they never say a word to each other. Right. Yeah, you want to take it? Well, then, well, he's like the... The young man who's like armless and legless, he's reciting like Shakespeare and like famous speeches and stuff like that. And it's really great. And that's the only dialogue you get from that character. And then slowly, each time he performs, they get less and less money. You know, is that? Yep. And, and then Liam Neeson finds where all the crowds are going. And it's to this chicken who can do math, apparently. Like, there's all these like butt, or not buttons, but like little things a chicken can like hit its head on that are numbers and the audience is like five plus five and the chicken will hit ten and like ring a bell and it's and everyone's like oh my gosh the mathematician chicken and Liam Neeson buys a chicken and to Karch, what Karch said at the end he was like chicken costs less feed and to that point Liam Neeson chucked his thespian friend over into a lake and it was really brutal knowing that i mean you didn't see it happen but you just saw like the empty carriage with just the chicken in it and you're like oh this is awful well this took a turn sorry we're like just like 
this is like weighing on <laughs> like mood um but yeah and as much as it sucked i think it was very brilliant and and telling a story without words that's so true because the two characters never talk to each other the scenes you do get of them at camp is um Liam Neeson feeding him Mm -hmm. and then when he gets the chicken he feeds the chicken in front of him just like chicken feed and I think he knew at that point that he was replaced yeah and that's good that's good yeah and then also the way he he offed him or killed him though we don't see it it's so obvious that he did because he stopped the carriage looked over a cliff and threw a big boulder into it right and then that scene cut and then it's the wagon without right no you're right the images were very telling of the story and i feel like that's the case with all of them where the images were beautiful oh yeah yeah and each each of these uh little stories you're following someone kind of flipping through a book right oh yeah yeah and there's a painting or like a picture in the book that is a shot of the story you're about to watch mm-hmm. with a little quote under it. But it wasn't enough to really tell you anything about the story. No. And yeah, I thought that one was gorgeous. When I think of the first two, I'm not really thinking, wow, that's gorgeous or a story without words that was like yeah. really good. No, that's a really good point. Yeah, I feel like they're all meant to be little stories without words. I mean, there's one that has a lot of dialogue the Oregon Trail one which we'll get to but um to your point very visually telling each one like um but and yeah it's funny that you see Liam Neeson talk a lot but you don't really know his character like he doesn't seem to feel bad after he leaves he's just he's just doing his thing and you have no idea why or what's behind it Mm -hmm. and then on the other side the thespian our young thespian He's really full of emotions on his face, and you can tell he's not really happy with his life right. as this performer, but it, that's mm-hmm. all he could do. To your point about you don't know Liam Neeson's character at all, when he when it like showed the chicken and the young man together in the carriage before he was thrown overboard, um, like in the Blue River or whatever, um, I had the thought, which was, who did the young man replace? Oh, Ooh. I didn't even think of that. Yeah. You're dark, Kelsey. <laughs> that episode was dark. It, it pushed me there. It made me think that way. And so, I don't know, just like the replacement. And maybe that's why he was so, like, numb to it, is my point. Because he was just like, will this, like, river be deep enough? Plop. Oh, yeah, it will. I'm going to throw a body now. Like, <laughs> And maybe... Maybe the thespian knew that he would be replaced one day. Because he looked distraught when there was less and less money. Oh, yeah. And. Yeah, but. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know either. But I think. That's an interesting moment on my part. (laughs) (laughs) No, yeah. Yeah, definitely is. Um, What was number four? Oh, the Gold Canyon. Oh, my gosh. I forgot about that one. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I so, like that one a lot. This one opens with like a really gorgeous mm. valley. There's mountains mm-hmm. and a river running through Is it. Is it Colorado? <laughs> We're both like, <laughs> I think it's Colorado, Colorado yeah. <laughs> and you see like a deer drinking from the stream and an right. owl and mm-hmm. butterflies and fish. And then you hear like a man singing in the distance and all the wildlife retreats and goes away. Mm-hmm. And you find out that it's an old man and he's panning for gold and you see him working for days trying to get this gold and which is really fun to watch oh yeah he's methodically like testing different holes and, and very in tune to the wildlife oh yeah mention. he he sees the owl's nest and he goes to take its eggs to eat and the owl sees him and he only takes one egg Versus which is still <laughs> but 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 i thought that was like he was like I respect you. Like, yeah, you hey, like the guy. Like, you like, yeah, you like this character a lot. And he's just singing to himself, talking to himself, like mm-hmm. he's on a mission. And mm-hmm. then he keeps digging, and Kelsey and I are looking at each other like, there's no way this has a good ending. 
the last but but also three I'm like we saw. we're due for a good ending. I'm also <laughs> like this man, he's in the middle of nowhere, he can't do anything wrong, and that's where that's where they, it hits you. Yeah, he finally <laughs> finds his mother load, and he's so excited about it. Right. And then on the, the subtitle says, "Earth above." <laughs> earth moves above yeah Yeah. (laughs) or something like that and you're like no and you like see the shadow and you're like no and he's like shot in the back um but he does overtake this character who shoots him in the back and like succeeds but it's very jarring yeah they don't let you off easy no they're not like yeah you're not like it's okay he's fine you're like what is gonna happen so i guess that is a happy ending where he yeah he finds he kills the guy that tries like, to kill him. Good prevails, I and, guess. Yeah, the bull goes to Rome and he's like, Yes, I'm gonna be fine. Mm. And then he takes his gold and there's like way more than you saw. I know, earlier. he like really does succeed. Yeah. And then he he kinda just leaves the valley and all For the sure. wildlife comes back and that was really beautiful. Yeah, I guess I'm trying to I'm trying to draw this out of you. Like, okay, number one, like there's always someone better out there who's gonna get you. Number two you can't, like, you can't outrun death. Like, you can't, I guess, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, I think one thing number... that's... Yeah? Um, I don't, no. don't want to interrupt no. you. No! What? Okay, one thing James Franco says mm-hmm. before they hang him, uh, he's like, that bank teller, he doesn't fight fair because he had the pans on. Mm. And I think earlier on, too, you hear someone say, I would never shoot someone in the back. I think Buster Scruggs says that. He does say that. And then that. our gold miner gets oh, shot, shot in the, in the back, back. And he keeps saying it. He's like, you shot me in the back. You're the worst. Right. Mm-hmm. And that's, that's something so that's true. really interesting. Yeah. And it's, I'm starting to see the themes between all of these. No, I'm just trying to understand, like, like what each death means. Like, I guess Liam Neeson, like, like we said, like, like. There's always something better. I guess so. Like. Yeah, there's always something that's going to be a little more appealing to you, I guess. Maybe, but that's awful. I don't like that idea. Uh, Ugh. Well, all right, pin in that one. And then number four is is what? Wait, was that number four? That was four. Number four. Is then there's the an Oregon gold... Trail, and then correct. So the Gold Valley is what I'm talking about now. Number four. Is it called the Gold Valley? I'm just calling it that. Okay. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but I don't know. I like think that I want to think that this is like the way up. Like we're like good prevails if you want to say good in like air quotes yeah i'd say so do you want me to explain it really quickly <gasps> what do you mean like no just the the little vignette what's been it what of the oregon trail like what happened oh we're not there yet oh my bad oh i was talking about the golden no i'm talking about the gold valley oh with the, the canyon with the guy yeah. yeah you just said there's six and we're on four yeah the gold valley yeah the gold canyon i'm just calling it that yeah and that's what it's called in the... Yeah. Mm-hmm. Sorry. I, no wonder why you didn't understand I thought you were talking me. about the... Yeah, no, sorry. No, no. But anyways, would you say, now you know what I'm talking about, the, like, good prevails in that one? I'd say so, but also... But that's so... E- that's too easy. And it kind of... It makes a... It really wants to show you that even though you like this guy, he's disrupting... Nature. Nature yes. and the, the life around him. Absolutely. So... Yeah, good prevails, but with a sour taste. Or at a cost. Ooh, mm. with a cost? Because he did kill someone. He ended up killing the guy, the kid who shot him in the back. I don't think he really cared that much. But there was a cost, like a literal cost. I'm not saying he cared. Yeah, yeah. Good and, prevails at a cost. And he got shot. And was probably going to die shortly thereafter. Um, well, let's let's unpack the next couple and see if that. No, I know. I was just trying to like keep up with like yeah a theme here, just for the sake of like maybe that. I think there's always a fight. I think that's that's mm, a theme. It's, that's true. Might be too simple, but all right. Yeah. All right. You're good. Good. Number five, Oregon Trail. So, the Oregon Trail. This is a long one. So let's find a way. Mm. I'll be quick. I, no, I trust you. I'm just like, how do we do it? All right, I trust you. Go. <laughs> Car- carry on. <laughs> All right, speed round. There's a, a young woman and her brother, and you understand that they're going on the Oregon Trail to Oregon. <laughs> and the Good. brother is a businessman. He's going to set her up with a business partner, and they're to get married. 
and then they're on the trail and they have a dog called president pierce pierce yeah president pierce and then the brother starts coughing people are kind of hating on the dog because it barks too much and then the brother dies in his sleep and then uh to help deal with the death the leader of the the little caravan mm-hmm. caravan caravan um <laughs> he he's helping her out and he kind of falls in love with her while helping her out yeah. and he offers to go kill the dog because no one likes it and she doesn't like it that much either and she says okay but then it gets away right which cart said immediately that dog is going to come back and cause trouble and i was like oh no what does that mean yeah. well, he's the, like, I the don't dog know. was in the painting so it oh. had in my mind it was well, i couldn't recognize it the was painting. a gun used you know shoot and then um anyways yeah and then the, like, our good friend mr knapp he's the leader of the he's the one who proposes yeah yeah uh he he's like conf- he's telling his partner mr arnold like austin a, i think it's austin was it, i thought mr. it was arnold austin. I think it's austin. mr a there you go um he's austin. like i really love her i want to start a life with her and our good friend mr a is like oh like cool He's really nonchalant. Doesn't really, it? yeah. Yeah. Like, why tell me I'm your business partner? Kind yeah, of exactly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and um, you hear about Indians earlier on, and he's like, Indians would never attack because it's too much work. Right. And then um, our young woman character, she... Well, she flees off... Well, she goes off by herself early yeah, on. Yeah, because she hurt... Oh, yeah. No, and then later no, no. on. Yeah, early on, which I think clues you into... I didn't think of that, a yeah. Wan- she wanders. And Mr. Knapp says to her, don't get too far from the trail. But again, she wanders. Yeah. Finding Mr. Pierce, or President Pierce, the dog, laughing at little groundhogs, little prairie dogs. <laughs> Barking, yeah. What did I say? You said laughing. I said laughing? <laughs> dogs can laugh, Cars. That's so funny I said that. I didn't even realize it. Yeah, so Mr. She's A... She's laughing at it. Um, Mr. A finds her with the dog, uh-huh. and then off screen, he's looking at something, and he's like, oh no, get down. Um, here's a gun with two bullets. There are Indians coming to attack. If mm-hmm. if I get killed, kill yourself. Mm-hmm. Or, but, right. And kill me too. And it's really dark, and she's kind of crying, but she's like, okay. Yeah. And then the Indians come and attack, and he's like, Bang them off. And he succeeds. And he succeeds in yeah. doing so. He succeeds, but he gets hit in the head. And right before he gets scalped, he kills the Indian. Oh, yeah. He, like, totally plans that out well. That was good. Yeah. But... You're rooting for this guy. He's mm-hmm. talking a lot, and he's mm-hmm. really smart. And he hasn't said right. a word the whole time. Which I think shows the whole, like, this is my this is my job. Like, this is who I am. Yeah. Like, he's not about it all, but, like... He's very calm with her, and... Yeah. Mm-hmm. And he kills the last Indian... Mm-hmm. And he walks mm-hmm. over to her, mm-hmm. and then there's a bullet in the middle she of her head. shot herself, yep. yeah. And it was really dark because you're rooting for this couple that were just meant to be, like, her fiancé, I guess, was super nice and kind, and they yeah they had a conversation by the campfire and were really into each other. Right. Yeah. What What do you think of that one? I was like, you idiot, no. <laughs> like, Lisa, wait until, like danger is super imminent i guess but um but yeah and (sighs) yeah that was pretty brutal it ends with him mr a walking with the dog back to the the, which was caravan the initial shot of the painting yep and he's leading up to mr knapp the fiance yeah and i like the did you read like the last paragraph Mm, he did not know what he was saying yeah he didn't know how to tell the fiance that she shot herself. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. How do you think that fits in with the themes, Kels? I was gonna say like, like you. Hmm. Uh, oof, that's a hard one. I think it aligns with there's always a fight because that's true. She had the fight. And you. Hmm. Maybe sometimes you're in control of it though, like. Like she was, she was holding the gun, um, you know. Like she didn't have to shoot herself. But 
he but did. she had like the power to do so like she yeah. and it's tough because she he mr a really put the fear into her like you have to kill yourself because they're gonna they're gonna rape you and mm-hmm. like but he didn't file your body yeah but he didn't intend for her to i i saw it as like like she's watching she's watching means approaching exactly and yeah and then she shoots herself like but i guess she just got scared and right but yeah, she did have control there. and I don't know. That seems even like... Even when there wasn't easy. a threat. But yeah, there's always a fight. and mm-hmm. Even Mr. Knapp had kind of a fight if he really wanted to be with her. Mm. I don't know if I see that one. I don't know if I see that being the fight thing. I think it's like you, you can wield your own death. Alright, what about the theme of there always being a better better shot or better cowboy um hmm I don't know I know that one's not really related to death I guess that comment but I feel like it does relate to just like I don't know like don't be don't like count all your like your chicks before they hatch kind of thing like don't think you're like hot stuff cause like, cause he he wasn't as good as he thought. Like the other man shot him, and it cost him his life. But um, moving on to number six, which is both of our favorites, which we said immediately well, after. Maybe. <gasps> oh, I thought it was so good. I might go back to the Liam Neeson one, or even the Golden Canyon. Okay. All and right. like the just the more we talk about it, the more I think right. about it, the more I enjoyed the whole thing. And yeah, I'm like understanding these really high scores and from everyone else but it get on rotten tomatoes got a 92 percent. i know yeah. we looked it up yeah but, uh, no yeah. no i totally agree like i guess this the yeah just the cinematography and like time they put into this thing was like really well done like if it wasn't like half baked oh yeah and mm-hmm. one thing i failed to mention with the oregon trail it was so gorgeous just watching everything again very gorgeous those rolling yeah. hills uh-huh. like i want to get a horse and trot around <laughs> and, <laughs> and trot around <laughs> that's funny all right yeah. but yeah last one number six our mm-hmm. finale we have a carriage full of people all headed to the same fort you have a very unlikely bunch i would say you have oh yeah a frenchman who gambles you have a woman who is seeing her husband for the first time in three years. Like, that's why she's traveling. Who's deeply religious and... Correct. And old. And old. I guess worth mentioning. Yeah. And then, uh, uh, number three, you have a... Oh, shoot. A trapper. Thank you. Yeah, Yeah. a trapper. And then you have two bounty hunters who work together who definitely steal the show. And that's why I think it is so good. Because they're all... Because the three people are, like, on the other side of the carriage are bickering the whole time the bounty hunters are kind of just watching but and then they they take oh, oh what what's the butt oh i disagree i don't think they stole the show they i thought everyone did a really good job i i just mean that they like but they were in control yeah i guess so and like it showed like like when they were describing their profession they put the fear in everyone but and it was so well done it's not in the fashion of like we're killers it was more no, like christoph waltz that. and Django. like oh absolutely really upbeat and fashionable and because it's you're no i didn't you're say talking it about it like it's like it's dark no and i don't think it ever is I didn't say that. yeah well yes it is literally like the whole scene turns dark and it's in blues and grays and like 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 it turns nightfall and it's very spooky vibe as they enter a hotel the two like bounty hunters walking in first with their dead body that they just picked up but no I didn't they stole the show because they were like in control of the situation they calmed everyone down by one of them singing and then the other spoke of his profession being like oh it's so funny I'm emotional with this song because long story short I kill people kind of thing yeah and and you're right he was very Christoph Waltz but he was also like intimidate like he scared them for sure but like in an eloquent manner yes absolutely well let's talk about what happened first before we dive into it i did well what do they talk about kelsey i don't think that's like necessarily like important really 
I think it is. No, they're like, oh, I guess, yeah, they are like debating, like, are there, like, the trapper says, like, every person is the same. The woman says, no, there's like the sinner, and then there's like the, like, the saint, the believer, or whatever. And then the Frenchman says, every person is, is their own. Right. Right. And the bounty hunters don't even weigh in on that. I, uh-huh. I think about that. Just, that is interesting. But even when. But the, n- no, they said there is oh, dead, the dead and alive. alive. Yeah. Yeah. So that I that is like yeah you're right the main point of of their conversation but yeah I don't know how to take that related to death wise how do you take well the bounty hunter he's really he becomes kind of a lunatic at the end kind of fantasizing about how he loves watching people right before they die I don't think he becomes a lunatic I think that makes him like well he seems like one to me. No, I don't think that makes him a loser. I think that makes him like and that's why they're like so an artist. He's an art, and his craft is killing people, and he finds art in that, which I'm not condoning anywhere. Like saying like it's normal, but I'm like saying like I refrain from the word lunatic because he's very charismatic, and like he just enjoys his profession, oh, like <laughs> to a weird extent for sure. But. I think that's why the other passengers are scared because he's, he looks like a lunatic to them. Yeah, he I, appears to for them. Yeah, yeah. No, that's true. And I think he kind of is one. But agree. you can yeah, agree to disagree. Yeah. Yeah. All right, but I have a question for you about that last one. Uh huh. Um, the the painting was before the last one was of the carriage rider, and it said, "Though he could hear." He would not stop the carriage or something like oh right because the woman words. was fainting and they were like stop the carriage and like he did not but, stop but what does that mean to the story you know, as a whole mm-hmm. like that one story i don't know what's your takeaway i don't know maybe people they all had their own opinions on how people are and though they could hear each other none of them changed their minds like mm. they they kept going that's so true. That's just a guess. That's really good. It's also death wise. I'm hung up on that because it's very clearly. Yeah, and there's a death in every one. Well, except kind of last one. There's a dead body, but no one dies. Whereas, like, everyone dies in all the other ones. Well, yeah. And you don't see the. You don't see it. That's my point. Yeah. But you don't also. You don't it see it as well. It just looms over. In Liam Neeson's, you don't see literally. the best. Oh, I guess. But it's more, like, obvious. Like, death is literally looming over their conversation. Oh, yeah, the that's smart. And, and early the on, they're like, bodies above them. like, we transport cargo, and they all looked up, and it was obvious at that point that death was looming. Right, yeah. And even the carriage driver looked like death. Oh, he was so spooky. <laughs> yeah. Like, I feel like you could turn around and, like, have be like the headless horseman and yeah like, ah! he's cloaked in black <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah that was, that was interesting but and that one was really well shot too true and the you colors could, again yeah and it's daytime when it starts but the sun sets during it mm-hmm. and you and then it's dark as their conversation gets darker mm-hmm. and that yeah that was just it was wonderful. I think it could have ended a little earlier, though. Oh, I, I was like craving more from that one. Really? Well, I, I was like, get to the fort. What happens? What's gonna happen inside the hotel? And then it just ends, and you're like, <gasps> like literally, credits roll, and you're like, what? And the way it ended is the bounty hunters get out. They get their body, and they're dragging it into the hotel room. And one of them is like, yeah, he'll sleep in your room. It won't be snoring. And he's like, like, I'm not worried. Yeah, they're really upbeat about it. And the other three passengers are just kind of shocked. Right. And, but I think they're too terrified to go in. Like, I didn't understand why they were so scared. Yeah. And uh, they were like, who's going to get out of the carriage first? And Mm -hmm. who's going to open the door? And then they open the door and it shuts, and then that's it. Yeah. So, as a whole, the movie, 
The Ballad of Buster Scruggs. What does it mean to you? What does it mean to me? Oh, jeez. I don't... I know. We, like, have all these, like, puzzle pieces in front of us. But they're all different, and I can't put them together. Like, they all, like... I don't know. I don't know how to make this metaphor, like, very complete either. (laughs) I'm just (laughs) trying to say, like, I can see, like, why they're put together, but I can't put the pieces together in the right way to make a picture. Like, I don't know yet. Yeah. Um, But, I mean, just, like, a very simple thing of what it means to me, I guess, is, like, it doesn't doesn't romanticize the West like a lot of movies do. Oh, yeah. And a lot of movies don't. That's true, too. But it doesn't sugarcoat anything for you. Like, when they were carrying the dog out, like, to get shot, I was like, you're gonna kill a dog? You know, like, and like I, really? Especially the first vignette, that was definitely a satire. Oh, what, absolutely. On what the West was oh, yeah. idealized as. Like I said, the, the white-clad yeah. man on his white horse coming and down to the town. He's just taking down these people absurdly man. easily. Yeah. Yeah. But then... Yeah, what what else? I guess is there? that was like, oh, that's the death of the stereotype. Oh my gosh. And and then oh the rest of it. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. We just realized it. Yes, that was killing the stereotype. Yeah. And then everything else was dark and grimy. And this is not what you'll think it'll be. Oh my gosh. Wow. Wow, you're brilliant, Kelsey. Well, you led me there. You you put the you put the bread. Yeah, we walked there together. We walked there together. Yeah. But <laughs> I like just realized that. Well then, yeah, that's that's like the picture. Like it was taking apart like stereotypes of the West and like showing you like the nitty gritty. <laughs> like it was like really brutal. Definitely, and like, death is loom all was always was always looming during that time. And I think that's what makes the story so good. It's just by talking about it now. Yeah. Like more of an onion this one because oh, no. <laughs> there's more layers no and can't disagree though like there's so much more to say about this than there was the 90s because mm-hmm. they're clearly themes and there was thought put into everything right even the lighting and that, that's like, so true that has meaning to the story and not to slight Jonah Hill the god but <laughs> <laughs> the legend but yeah there's just so much to it mm-hmm. and yeah you want to give it our well, scores or I, I know now that we've we've come full circle on it wow i'm so glad we took our time with this one then oh yeah um i'm gonna ask you for your score first really yeah but uh, i i do have a number and i'm gonna stick with it so, yeah despite what you say i'm gonna give it an 87 yeah yeah i yeah, I feel like that's in the middle between 85 and 90, and I don't think it's a, a 90. I don't know, just because it was, like, it was a lot to watch. But it's so high. But having said all that, like, it was all really well done. We all came we came full circle on it and, like, understood it a little bit better. And, yeah, and I, I did, I, did I enjoy it? Yeah. Looking back on it, I'm like, wow, that was good, though. Yeah. What are your thoughts? On your score or my score? Your score. Ooh, my score. I, I want to give it a ninety. Oh, maybe even a ninety-one or one ninety-two. <laughs> Do you ever Rotten Tomatoes? <laughs> <laughs> and the reason for that is there's just so much to unpack with this movie, and the more you think about it, the closer you look. Absolutely. The more you're rewarded. Mm-hmm. And I don't know what it is, but that kind of movie. One that rewards its viewers for That's looking so deeper well instead done. of spoon That's feeding so well you. Said. Like, just because you talked about it in the 90s, I feel like it kind of spoon fed you how That's to so feel. True. Like, this is really sad, but life is hard. You'll get, you'll get better if you just do what you love. Mm-hmm. This movie did not give you that and that's probably why it was so frustrating and why we turned it off in the first place you're like what is this exactly it's like what come on but i really enjoyed it i don't know if i want to watch it again no but i could see myself watching it again one day down the road (laughs) one day but yeah no that was good 
All right. right. Yeah, that's our our podcast for this week. Um, Little two pieces that definitely didn't super fit together other than them being onions (laughs) (laughs) Um, with a lot of this. But uh, thanks for listening. Um, Make sure you um, like us on SoundCloud and also CastBox and Karch. What else do they need to do? I mean, if you're on YouTube, go ahead and smash that subscribe button. (laughs) Um, We also have a Facebook page and an Insta page. We post on it kind of often. If you want to keep up to date with Karch and Kelsey. Yeah, catch the inside scoops um, because we'll put up information of what we're watching and what we're going to talk about pretty early on in those. So, um, yeah. Yeah, thanks for watching. See you next time.